Hello and welcome to the Monday podcast from allthingsgerman.net and Ponzi on Sprachschule.de. Hello. Well, I've just come back off holiday. You're about to go on holiday. Mm-hmm. Well, you've been booking, so today's topic is booking holidays online. So you've just booked. I have just booked a flight for two people to Japan next April. In April, okay. That's in April. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how did you book it? Okay, well, first of all, I check the internet myself, I, you know, check the prices for various airlines, and then I couldn't come up with anything that was either, you know, without two stopovers and the 30-hour flight or anything okay. like that. Okay. So, I, then I remembered that I have my travel agent, and I sent her some of the things that I had found. I said, you know, if you can match it or make it even better, then we'll do that. And so she found something much better. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, worth going to the travel agent. In my case, definitely, yeah. And I spend about two hours altogether checking on flights. And you're checking now for April. Yeah. And well, you can you can actually pick up the flights for April now. Yeah, because if you book now, it's mm-hmm. cheaper than... I know, but, it's, but sometimes you can't access that particular period of flights until a certain time ahead. Yeah, sometimes yeah. they tell you... I think it's mostly for the summer holidays. The catalogue mm. usually, or the prices, the new prices, don't come out until November. Ah, so okay. So, I've, yeah. I've gotten quotes from her before, and it said, well, you know, Maria, we have to wait till November. If there's an increase, then, you know, we'll have to basically talk about it again. But mm. there's never been big increase. I mean, so, yeah. No, because I know when I was booking my flight to Lanzarote, we've had... We had several times when we looked, mm-hmm. and we found things we weren't happy with. There was, was um, one, we, we like to fly via Madrid, mm-hmm. right? so we're going to change in Madrid and then take the flight to the island. And at least one option was to fly back via Barcelona. Um, and I think at one point we even had a Madrid to Barcelona transfer in the plan, and I couldn't actually get the flight that I wanted until... Mm, January, January, I think, was the first time I actually saw the, the flights that I was actually hoping to be able to book online. Mm-hmm. And, okay, January for October's okay. But I, I, because we were already booking the holiday at that point, we were already looking, mm-hmm. where can we get the flights? Um, and I booked that online then. Mm-hmm. But uh, it took a while to do, and it wasn't without problems. Yeah. And the last flight that I booked last holiday mm-hmm. that was back in May for, for a holiday in late June in late June okay so it was and fairly late yeah well but in our case well, we're quite lucky because we don't have German holidays to observe uh, okay so we, we c- don't yet pardon me we don't yet <laughs> Yeah, okay, so that's true, yeah. to worry about that's yet, true. But, uh, but I mean, you know, when you have the price mm-hmm. of four people, that it can make a big difference. Mm-hmm. So we basically have the luxury to book last minute, and there's still something decent available because it doesn't fall into the German holiday season. Yeah. So, and uh, <clears throat> again, I mean, my husband and I first of all we discussed where should we go, should we fly, should we drive, and all that good stuff. And then I contacted my travel agent and I told her how much I would like to spend, mm-hmm. how long we would like to be gone, and it has to be, you know, in southern Europe. So she sent me an offer and the website and everything. We took a look at it. It looked good. The price was reasonable. And so we basically booked it about, I think I even remember, it was late May when we booked it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we left but not even four weeks later. It was, it was very good, and very convenient. And you've never had any problems booking no. That way, no. you've got the person doing it for no, you. No, no, yeah. no. I, mean, I, have, I have my very first problem this year with such things, because normally I've had 
Mm-hmm. I, I used to go to a travel agent, but I started doing stuff online. I got so into online, I booked them myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, this year I booked for the first time and had problems because the quote before I said book mm-hmm. was about 40 euros less than the actual booking. So I had on my screen uh, the price right. for the flights. Um, and this is a system that I'd already used before, so it got all my data in there, credit card data and stuff, and so I said, book now, mm-hmm. and it came up with, thank you for your booking, and had, um, yeah, like I said, about 40 euros more all of a sudden on the price. Hmm. And so I checked things, I checked out the airline, if I booked directly and found, okay, the seats are still available, I actually went back again next day to the start of the booking procedure mm-hmm. and tried to book it again as a new customer and still had the lower price. So the seats were still available when you did the check. So right. the last step, so I thought there's got to be a mistake here in the system. And it took a very long time. I called the, the, um, the website that I'd done it via and complained. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I sent them an email and oh, we can't check this. And I said, oh, God, I know what I'm doing. I've PDF'd every step of the way. So mm-hmm. I've got printouts in electronic form of all the various booking steps right. to be able to send to them and to say, look, this is what it said. It didn't ask me, because then you get told, oh, well, but when you put your credit card number in, it must have told you that you were going to have to pay a higher price. I said, no, I didn't put my number in. Mm. It was already stored. Oh, that's right, Oh, then you must have had a message come up saying, please confirm the higher price. Said, no, no message come up at all. And I don't want to pay this higher price because I know that I can book directly with the airline still and get the mm. lower one. And... It took a very long time for them to accept mm-hmm. uh, that I was right, that uh, there was a mistake in their system. In the end, they actually they had to pass it on. I got a message back saying, thank you, we've passed it on to the programmers, and we're looking into it, and in the meantime, we'll give you your money back. Right. Because it got to the stage where I was actually threatening to you know, say, okay, I'm going to cancel the booking. Mm. And I go, well, it's, a non, it's not cancelable, a non-cancellation booking, you know, you can't. And right. I said, well... If you don't book it for the price you're offering it at, and I know you're still offering it at that price, mm-hmm. and I will book it, cancel it, and we'll see uh, who wins that case. Right. And, okay, so I got my money back and kept the booking with them. So mm-hmm. they, they still kept me as a customer, and I guess I'd probably book there again very, very carefully. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess that's, that's one thing when you book online, then you have to, yeah, send emails if you're not happy with it. You or have to be very strong if it goes wrong. Right. If it goes wrong, you've got to have the energy and the will to, to pursue it, to say, not just say, oh, I can't be bothered, I'm going to pay it. Just keep on at it, keep mm-hmm. going until they either give you what you want or, or cancel it and you right. book someone else. Um, okay, if you're last minute and you haven't got the time, maybe you can't, but I was in, this was the um, beginning of the year for October, so I was okay, mm-hmm. I've got plenty of time to right. sort it all out. And, hmm. Well, see, I, I kind of really like my way of doing it that I do the research myself that way I, I can be familiar with the prices mm-hmm. then I'll just send it off to the travel agent say you know match it or make it better and so I think everybody then profits from that um, do you get an e-ticket or do you get the proper tickets or what you e-ticket. Get? You get e-ticket e-ticket well. we just get that number where you you know just right. pick up your ticket then and stuff like that and they didn't even want that I, when we flew out mm. I gave them the e-ticket and the passports and at the desk, and, and they look at the e-ticket, and they get the security bit. Where are you flying to? Tell them I'm flying to. Um, and, and they give me that back. Mm. And then they gave me the boarding cards for Frankfurt Madrid and Madrid Arrecif. Mm-hmm. And 
I said, okay, for the return journey, I, I still haven't got a ticket at this point. So I said, for the return journey, it's the same in our seat. I just show the e-ticket and the passport. Mm-hmm. They said, no, you don't need the e-ticket. We only need that in case we can't find you in the system. But now I've found you. Oh, yeah. They won't even need that. You just show them the passports and they'll print you the boarding cards. Hmm. And they did. They, yeah. they weren't interested. They, yeah, less and less paper, yeah. Less and less paperwork, except for the boarding mm. cards themselves at that point. Right. I remember about 15 years ago, I think... Yeah, that same travel agent, she sent me the tickets in the mail. Mm-hmm. So I don't remember when that changed. Do you have any idea no, when, when... when I went to, For some, it still doesn't change. Okay. Um, if you book a business trip, it's possible that you will book it and get the, mm-hmm. the boarding card sent to you. Oh, yeah. Um, then you can use these speed check-ins and things. Mm-hmm. Swipe the boarding card. and Because right. yeah. um, they're going to check you again at security anyway. Mm, that's true, yeah. Um, when I flew to Bolivia, 2000... I had the tickets, or the group had the tickets in advance, and there was a big wad of tickets for 12 people. Right. And I'm sure that we had them all the way through the, the journey. We mm-hmm. had the various tickets for the various stretches. Um, but that was definitely via a travel agent. I'm thinking when I flew in 2001, 2002, I'm not sure. I think 2002 I definitely booked online. 2001 I booked in travel agents in Bad Homburg, and I'm thinking maybe they gave me the tickets, mm-hmm. that they printed them or sent, they sent them to me. Yeah, I, I, I was mailed so those tickets. Some, yeah. Somewhere around 2002 it must have changed mm. that a lot more went to e-tickets, but I think... You know what, I think that was the cut-off point with the D-mark and the Euro, I mean, it's well, maybe like they, they had to change or, their systems. maybe and, because they had to change it anyway, yeah. so... And but it depends on the airline. Mm. I'm sure some airlines probably don't even do e-tickets now, but it mm. depends. Right. But other, um, certainly the, 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 the budget airlines, mm-hmm. because they've gone to that system, right. because they're saying, you know, we, we don't want to, low overheads, we, you just print your ticket off and bring it to us and we'll find you on the passport. Mm-hmm. Um, plus that you now have to, I mean, if I, when I booked this, I had to put all the passport numbers in with the people flying. Um, which one even changed, you have to change it again in the system, you have to tell them. Um, you have to put all this in in advance. Oh, yeah. um, it's not like, it used to be that you booked on maybe the names or just on one name with a group. And mm-hmm. You'd put all the passport numbers in and they've already got the details before you even arrive. Oh, they're yeah. capturing so much data. So security, yeah. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. I mean, yeah. And have you got food on your flight? You know, I'm trying to remember. You mean the, the, the one coming up or the last one now? The, well, the, either. Did you have on the last one? <clears throat> uh, we had food, yeah. But I'm trying to remember what we up- ate. And on the upcoming one? I don't know, somebody asked me about that, and uh, I thought that I have to check the information again, yeah. Because so, we didn't. It, it, it's quite a <laughs> it's long got, flight, it's so... It's got very silly. They, they, you can't take these... You know, you've got the problem with liquids. You can't take liquids with you, except in bottle, 100 milliliters. Well, I know that bottle. happened to me in Croatia. I was so silly to buy, you know, this olive oil that they sell it in these parks, and all yeah. the little souvenirs, yeah. forgetting the rules. And as soon as we get to the airport, you know... And, of course, we could finish the Fanta and stuff like that, yeah. but those nice bottles... The olive oil, they have to go in the main luggage. Yeah, which I forgot. Yeah. So I had to turn it in, say bye-bye, yeah. you know. Say bye-bye. To <laughs> yeah. Um, and so you can't take that sort of stuff with you. Obviously, food weighs, but you take what you can. But the, the whereas you used to, even a few years ago, when you were flying, you would have, at least on the way... <laughs> Frankfurt to London when you'd have a sandwich mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe <laughs> no more than you didn't get the food anymore but you had this, this sandwich and stuff or the roll and we flew to Madrid and even the Madrid to Arrecife 
there's no food. Mm-hmm. It's not in the price. You get someone comes along. They've got some rolls, some baguettes and rolls and things for six to eight euros a piece. Mm-hmm. And you've got drinks you can buy for two fifty or for a small can of coke or things like that. No, but you can't take any. Obviously, you can't take liquids on, so they're going to sell it to you on board. You have to buy it. I you've got to buy it on board. So yeah. they're making money out of it. Yeah. Now remember, now we flew with Lufthansa, and we had a hot meal on that short flight, yeah. an hour and forty minutes down to Croatia. Hmm? We could choose between fish and uh, chicken. Yeah. But did everyone have it? Everyone, as far as I, we flew economy, and everybody got that. Yeah. Without paying. Without pain and drinks, and they so came were, around a few times. I you mean, were lucky, but maybe because they went out outside the EU. I don't know, but see, I would only remember it if it weren't that way. Yeah. But because you know, you take it for granted I, over the years, and then it's like, of course we're going to have food, and of course we're going to have something to drink. I so. remember. Yeah, we we said on the way out, we noticed, we knew this was going to be a problem. We said, we'll look on the way out how it is, eat in Madrid or something. The trouble mm-hmm. was on the way back. First of all, the airplane was delayed. So we knew in Madrid there's not going to be time to do this. Madrid terminal is not exactly cheap, but, mm. but it's cheaper than the airplane. And um, our Sif terminal is horrendous. Hmm. I saw prices there that I've never... If you compare them... OK, you can't compare maybe a tapas bar so easily. But if you compare uh, you know, fast food chains and stuff, you see the prices and you think, my God, this, this is like almost 50% mm. to 100% more mm. than I would pay on a high street in Germany. That's true. Yeah, and they are literally, I think, using the fact that you can't, yeah. that you're not going to be able to eat on the plane for very, you know, you're not going to get a warm meal on the plane at all. Mm-hmm. You're only going to get your snack, and most people won't want the snack because of the price and the. You know. Right. Um, so they're going to eat in the terminal first, and they are just put it's the more prices comfortable up. comfortable too. You can stretch out your legs. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, they put the, the drinks, like I say, you can't take them on board, so they, they literally use that. And. Um, it's amazing. You watch them on board selling the stuff, duty free on board, and mm. um, you know, if you buy something, it's put in a plastic bag and sealed, and all the rest of it, so you can take it through transit. And, right. Yeah. But I remember, I think it was in 1994. Uh, one tourist once told me that uh, in Osaka at the airport, mm. a cup of coffee was twenty dollars. <sighs> so. We were traveling through Narita in Tokyo, mm. so I'm going to check the prices on that. Oh, the, the, yeah. the coffee? Oh. Yeah, coffee. It must be $30 by now. I mean... No, but they say you should, they sell things in duty-free where you think, well, you can't, t- you can't take um, liquids on board, but you can buy a glass bottle on board. Mm. No. So the, the, the hazards are... I think they're, they're being very careful of what you can take on board, but then they're actually using this to be able to... Yeah, to... Yeah. yeah. Hmm. You can't take sharp implements on board, but you can buy a can of Coke with a sharp pouring, uh, so, I mean... Oh, that's true, yeah. Yeah. Well, it has to be handed oh, out by them. It has to go through this. Well, yeah, but if I buy it, I can use it. You could still yeah. misuse it. Misuse yeah. it. Yeah. And, my, and my famous example is in 2001, I flew within... When did I fly? I think I flew on the 25th. 20th, 25th, something like that of September, so right after 9-11, mm-hmm. within a week of 9-11, so I was at the case of, okay, I'm going to put everything in my, I'm not going to have the hand luggage, my hand luggage is going to consist of a, of a camera and my <laughs> my dictionary sort of thing, right. and, and my sunglasses, and that's it, and everything, and, and everything else is going in the main luggage, so I got the main luggage, it's overweight, it's 22 kilos or mm. 23 kilos, and I said, yeah, but I've got no hand luggage, and being 
this week after 9-11, they were so happy that I didn't have hand luggage, they let me take the, the kilos on for free. I know. Okay, so it's all in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Right. Okay, no problem. Now we got on board, and you get the duty-free catalogue, and they're coming down with the trolley. And someone spotted something in the duty-free catalogue, which was amazing. There was a manicure set. It's oh, got sort of nail file, scissors and stuff, and, uh, and that, that was the time when, the moment they said no sharps. You know, you, oh. can't, you, you can't take your nail scissors and stuff in the hand mm-hmm. luggage, or they go in the main luggage, or you bin it. That was... Sort of the week when you saw these pictures of people in London at the airports, bins full of these nail mm, yeah. scissors and stuff that people had forgotten to take out, mm-hmm. or when they didn't know at first. And someone actually asked, you know, called the hostess over and said, do you really want to sell me this? And she said, why not? Mm-hmm. I said, well, because it's shop. Yeah, but it's in the catalogue and we can sell it. And I said, you know, think. Yeah. You take these things off us, at, at, you know, you yeah. make us bin them as a security and then you sell them back to us. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Do you really want to sell me a, 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 a nail? Market. Do you really want to sell me a nail file on board? You know? <laughs> so uh, I think some of the security has gone mad, mm. but um, I think the, 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 they've always still got reasons for doing things. Mm. I mean, it's, it's easy to accept. I think that okay, there was a, maybe somebody wanted to do something with liquids, so we're going to stop all liquids. Somebody 9/11 took place with sharps, so we stop mm. all sharps. Okay. But uh, why do we still sell them then on board? Yeah, that doesn't yeah? make sense. Why are we still, you know, mm. I think they're using the situation and making a mockery of the security, effectively. In a way, yes, but maybe it was just plainly overlooked by management. I think... Um, but then again... No, with, with, with the manicure set, I'll accept the, the, the catalogue was obviously printed before everything happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah? They should have maybe thought about it and taken it off sale. Right. Yeah, that's the only thing. And maybe they didn't think about it in that week and it was the mm-hmm. first person who'd noticed it. Who knows? But I'm talking now, sort of six years yeah, later. Okay, yeah, yeah. No we, excuse. There's no... Uh, even the, the fluids have been banned for over a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah? There's no excuse to, to sort of have... Sh- to sell sharp, to sell... Double standards, in a way. I yeah. mean, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and very expensive liquids, yeah. Okay, mm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We've gone a bit off topic. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. That happens. We'll come back to ordering online another day, maybe. Um, and otherwise, please visit the homepage on www.themondaypodcast.com. We're back next week. Okay, sounds good. Bye. Bye. This was the Monday podcast from allthingsgerman.net and pensionssprachschule.de. For more information, visit www.themondaypodcast.com. Responsible for the content, Graham Tappenden and Maria Shipley, 61440 Oberursel, Germany.